0: This episode of Money to Burn is brought to you by ExpressVPN, the VPN that just works. Welcome along to Money to Burn, the podcast that looks at the lighter side of business. But this is no regular edition of Money to Burn. Today is a Money to Burn Coffee with episode. And Money to Burn Coffee with, I'll be having coffee with various people from across the world of business. We could be having coffee with a teacher, coffee with a politician, coffee with a TV star, or even coffee with a billionaire. So who will I be having coffee with today? There's only one way to find out. Grab a hot beverage from the kitchen and join me and my guest for the latest edition of Money to Burn Coffee With. Cheers. When you're going to the toilet, you always close the door behind you, yeah? You don't want any random passerby looking in you. So why would you let people look in on you when you're going online? Using the internet with an ExpressVPN is like going to the toilet and not bothering to close the door. So if you're like me and you believe your online activity is your business, secure yourself by visiting expressvpn.com forward slash money to burn today. And a very special offer for our Money to Burn listeners, if you use my link in the show notes, you get an extra three months free. Now let's get on with the show. On today's Money to Burn Coffee With, we have a Money to Burn First. We have never had two guests on the show at the same time, but having only one of these incredible ladies would be like having Cheech without Chong, Bonnie without Clyde, or Telma without Louise. Unthinkable! When this pair are not in class, they're recording something with sass. They are teachers by day and hosts of the smash hit podcast, Twisted Teachers by Night. It's Kim and Jen. Welcome to the show.
1: Oh my gosh, that
2: was awesome! <laughs> that, that was a, that was the best introduction ever.
0: Oh, just that I've heard your introductions. It's nothing. It's nothing like your introductions, Jen and Kim. You're you're <laughs> just you're just building. You're treating me like one of the students in your class and building me up so I feel better about <laughs> no, <it> myself.
2: Was, <laughs> that was the best. Like we struggle so much with our introductions. We quit using the canned one, and now it's just gone downhill. Nah, so you, you guys, it you guys nail it every time.
0: You guys nail it. You guys nail it. And for for just getting into the questions, right, I just want to ask is, how do you actually know each other? Because I know you guys are from different parts of America. So how do you know each other? When did you originally meet?
2: So we met 19 years ago um, when we taught at the same school. We both lived in the, at, in the same place. And we taught together for about five or six years at two different yeah. schools. Well... So,
1: it, it was two different schools because uh jen secretly sent my resume to another school and <laughs> then they, they called me and i had no idea what it was about and so the, and so i did go because you know i wanted to go with jen but she didn't tell me I has <laughs> got this random f- phone call from a principal well so so it you... was a great resume
2: she reacted very quickly to it that's for sure She <laughs> helped me write it
0: <laughs> and it was 19 years because so that means you're both not 18 Wow! If you could see them on camera here, you'd think they're about 18. So you're not. So it was 19 years ago. Wow!
2: It was. We have babies the same age. Two little girls. Oh,
0: so. I love it. And yeah. what what made you want to become a teacher? What did you say? What was the day that you just thought, "Yes, teaching's for me"?
2: So I'm not the person to answer this question because I literally wanted to be a teacher from the time I was in school. As soon as I went to school, I knew that was what I wanted to do. And my parents tried to talk me out of it. A lot of people did. And I was and how come they did
0: that? It's not a great teacher. career. I think teaching over here in Ireland anyway is something that's really kind of like, wow, I know you're a teacher. Very nice. Is it more kind of they thought, like, is it just that you were kind of, they thought, oh no, she's going to, she won't, she doesn't like kids enough to be a teacher. or <laughs> What was it? What did they think?
2: <laughs> um, it was more that teachers in America are not paid very well.
0: Okay. Yeah. Okay. Which is terrible because sure. it, it is a tough profession.
2: Right. It's yeah. a lot of work for not a lot of money. I think that's what my family thought. I think they thought there were other things out there that I could be more self-sufficient by doing.
0: And yep. but if, 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 what is the thing you like most about your job? And if it's not the cash, if it's not the G's, the cha-ching, what is it?
2: Um, definitely, um, definitely working with the kids and teaching and actually teaching. Everything to do with kids... And teaching, I love. Everything yeah. to do with adults that are involved in education, I don't love.
0: Like fellow we teachers? Is it principals or is um, it like, or the parents?
2: Yeah, no, parents a lot of the time. Um, sometimes other teachers and sometimes administration. But right now I'm really lucky to work with a great group of teachers and a great administration. So right now I would say mainly just parents
0: so it's the parents and what about you Kim do you do you you deal well with the parents
1: well I my undergraduate degree is Italian so I don't even know how I got to teaching sometimes Ah, very
0: good bonjour bonjour (laughs) (laughs) I know that's (laughs) French by the way in case anyone's listening thinking (laughs) that that guy's an idiot (laughs) that was a joke that was a joke (laughs) oh
1: my god um and I was a personal trainer because that was the logical thing to do after not getting a job in Italian. Um, I wanted what to be a job lawyer. Were you,
2: what job were you hoping to get in Italian?
1: I wanted to be a, a TA. I wanted to teach Italian at the, uni- where I went to school.
0: Yeah, I was thinking and I that did. as well. I'm glad, I'm glad Jen asked. I was, I could just picture you in a pizzeria or something like that. <laughs> <laughs> I was wondering what job I it did, was.
1: I did go to an Italian restaurant right after college just because I thought I had to use it somehow, but, um, I wanted to be a TA, but my, my professor made me really nervous. So, and I was up for the, the, sorry, the position with another girl who wasn't as fluent, but she kissed booty and she got it and I didn't. And so um i thought i'd just go travel again because i went to italy i think i only got the degree to go to italy for the summer you just wanted to go travel
0: there i've been to italy as well and it is unbelievable beautiful Lake como milan they're the the only two places i've been that's why i listed on there i said it like i've been (laughs) all over italy Lake como milan that's it that's it (laughs) and what about you have you you been to italy there uh i have not been to italy i've been to spain
2: but i have not been to italy
0: my sister lives in spain so next time you're over there, you've got free accommodation. Carolina, you've heard that now. Free accommodation.
2: <laughs> and I'm sure she, lo- she loves that offer.
0: She would. She actually listens to Twisted Teacher. There you go. Yeah, she does. Yeah, so she's probably listening. She will be listening in when this goes live. So she'll be glad to hear she has to put up the Twisted Teachers when they come to Spain. It's locked in. Once it's on a Money to Burn episode, it's locked in. Uh, we used teaching during COVID. Of course, she's aware. But was it different than, say, normal in classroom? What made it more difficult than... Or did it? W-
2: I was a virtual teacher all of last year. I yeah. stayed at home and taught for my computer. Um, and Kim had to, you had to help teachers teach virtually, right?
1: Yeah. When we went back, when we left in March, um, you know, it was that whole, we'll be back in two weeks. <laughs> we never came back. Um, so there were a lot of teachers who needed assistance with the technology piece of it. I mean, there's this such a spectrum of of experience with technology. Yeah. So I I did help with that. And then when we went back, um, I was helping with the contact tracing. I mean, what I did most days at the end of last – well, mostly January. It was really busy after the break. So I didn't have to do that this year. They they took me out of that position because I'm a a teacher support. So it's, you know, the masks. And then the issue was um, some of the students were quarantined. And then some teachers had to teach a virtual class and a regular class and then make sure that the quarantine kids had what they needed. And it was, it, it was really hard because if you've never taught virtually, it's a, it's a whole different world. Jen, you can speak to that because yes. it's not the same thing. And uh, people were teaching different contents. And I've said on the podcast before that I don't, I don't think we were taken into consideration with all the things they've asked us to do
0: i mean and you were a mix where you, you teaching didn't... some people in the class and some people were remote at the same time
1: no they tried that they wanted okay. to do that at one point i think they did that in the elementary schools mm-hmm. but they the, tried they tried so they had the virtual class then they had the quarantine kids that w- they weren't teaching but they had to make sure they were caught up so if you're in like an algebra class or a language those kids didn't they they couldn't get caught up
0: that sounds like a good name um, for a band, actually. You now you say it, the Quarantine Kids, doesn't it? You can imagine them top of the US charts, the Quarantine Kids. I like it. <laughs> and yeah, what about would you about people who are starting out teaching? It was would you say it was like even more like I'd say I'd say one of the hardest jobs for your first day is a teacher. Now I've never been a teacher, but I've taught. If you get me, so I have taught people how to do various things and. Like a train and say like using LinkedIn or stuff like that, but I'd say kids are a whole new level. I'd say like when they come into your classroom, what age do they start in America? Is it four, or five years of age?
2: For pre-K, right? Yeah, pre-K. We have kids that start at four. There's some kiddos at my school this year. We have a special ed pre-K, and they're three. Wow! But for real, real five kindergarten.
0: Right, and, and how difficult would it be for a? a a teacher on her first day what advice would you give if there's someone listening here now and they're biting their nails down and they know they've got their first day of school coming up what would you say to them
1: oh goodness um I would I would tell them to prioritize to get lessons from other people to get their stuff ready the day before and um and I would also talk to them about how to deal with parents because they will rip a new teacher apart if they, if they can, if they smell blood, if they
0: smell blood, they'll just be in.
1: Yeah. I mean, because people want an experienced teacher. I know, I remember my first open house in the County where I am. Um, and I'd already been teaching for a while. One of the parents is like, so why are you, how are you qualified to teach my son? And I was like,
0: what a question.
1: (laughs) I I was like, well, you, okay, I have 18 degrees and whatever. I mean, it's just, they put you on the spot. Yes. Many parents are awesome, but it's the ones who give you the hard time or they're questioning everything you do or they're trying to read our standards and uh, interpret them in the way that they think they should be interpreted. Um, because, you know, they're all experts in, in elementary c- curriculum. All the parents are. I'm just kidding. And do, <laughs> um,
0: do parents uh, think that all their kids... Does every parent think their kid is a genius? Now, I am not a dad yet. I hope to be someday. But do does every kid think... Oh, I think my cats are geniuses. I'm always telling everyone about it. <laughs> I'm boring people to tears, telling them that Gypsy my, can talk. You only have to look at my Instagram and you'll see he does speak. But does every <laughs> parent... He does. And does do, do parents think, look, my kid is a genius? And you have to kind of pull them aside and say... He's not. Look, he's running around the t- he's running around the tree outside, chasing his tail that doesn't exist. He's not a genius. How do you break that news?
2: You know, I always start every school year within the first two days. I said. Every parent a really positive message about their kid, so that when I have to break the news to them, uh, like a week or so in, that their kid is not a genius, then um, I've already set a good groundwork. So I would say that's my biggest advice: is to make you sure set it up with a nice started. compliment. You
0: say, "Fair play to Michael; he can use the toilet." <laughs> it's, Looking forward to seeing him tomorrow. <laughs> is that what it is? Set it up with a compliment.
1: I to find something. Um, the last year I was in, well, I taught. Uh, I was a gifted teacher. And I also help uh, kids who are having trouble reading. It's called in, uh, early intervention program. So okay. I did those two things. So they, it, where I was, they knew the gifted teachers.
0: What is a gifted and teacher, would, by the way? Pardon my ignorance.
1: Um, We teach the kids who qualify for gifted. And J- Jenna's
2: gifted certified too. So, so gifted, the kids that have higher IQs. Absolutely ah, yeah, like On
0: the, the road to Mensa, that, that kind of...
2: Yeah. Yeah.
0: I probably and, mispronounced Mensa there. I think it's Mensa, isn't it? <laughs> there you go. That's how stupid I am. I can't menza. even pronounce the word.
1: <laughs> Mensa. My mom was a Mensa person. She, she. Anyway, it's a whole other story. Yeah. yeah. Uh, but um, I was giving a reading inventory to a kindergartner who was very was struggling a lot. And so the dad heard that I was doing that, thinking I was testing her for gifted. And he called me to see if she got in. And I said... Well, what the hell? I said no. Actually, I'm I'm giving a reading inventory because she's struggling with her letters. He said, yeah. "Well, when are you going to test her for gifted?" <laughs> so actually, on our podcast, we're going to record tonight. It's about gift, the gifted program and everything. So
0: and she was struggling um, with her letters, but he wanted to know when she was going on to gifted.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, because they know they oh they saw me and they said oh she must have been testing or another parent because the parents are all over the place. And I I guess I just tell parents that you know. If everybody's gifted, no one's gifted. That's my mantra because you have to have a spectrum. Like, you can't always... But they, they are talented somehow and the pressure... It's on just about
0: finding is it, is it?
1: Mm-hmm.
0: It's about so finding I kind think, of what they're good yeah. at. So you might not be good oh, at yeah. saying maths or something. Like, I'm brutal at maths, but would say, I'm good at talking as you can hear. So like you have to just <laughs> yeah. kind of tap into probably what the kid's good at. And how do you find that? How do you find out what the kid's good at? Like, what do, you, what do you do to unearth the talent that's within...
2: Well, you find out which ones are really good at talking right away. Okay, yeah.
0: That's the first <laughs> thing we uh, do, isn't it?
2: <laughs> because they talk. Um, just spending time with them um, and observing them in their natural school habitat. <laughs> their natural
0: habitat. Like, I in,
2: guess. in their wild, <laughs> yeah. Their wild environment. environment. Yeah. Out in the environment. Yeah. And usually they're reluctant to do the things they are not as good at. So you can kind of tell by their reluctance in some cases. What kind of student were you?
0: Me, um, I was very good at English, actually very good at writing. Um, not neat at writing though, people thought I was a bad writer, but they were looking at the actual writing rather than what the context was. Um, yeah. And that's still this kind of way, and good at history, good at geography, not good at maths. Um, no. that kind of stuff but I'm actually to, to be honest with you I'm good at maths We, I need to be good at gambling I can tell you how much I'm going to win off a bet in about two seconds I'll tell you <laughs> that's worth 100 quid to me but if it comes to like Pythagoras' theorem I'm like who? So yeah. that, that yeah. was my kind of student but um, another question for you right? What would you say? Now, this is going to be an interesting one for you because I know there's a lot of myths about all sorts of jobs. Like, I'm in business development. I'm in sales. As soon as people hear you're in sales, they go, he's a sneak. I'm not trusting that, and he says, right? <laughs> what is there a myth about a teacher that you'd say is not true? Everyone says it about teachers, but no, that's not true. Oh, that's a myth. What would you a say? That's a
1: question. Thank you. We have all the summers off, which... Oh, Yeah
0: it's funny time. i asked that question to a teacher earlier on here in ireland sunny ireland and they said the exact same thing they said summer's off my backside they don't have it yeah, <laughs> yeah. Is, would that be the main one do people just think ah three months off or whatever yeah. i know it's three months here in ireland is that what you don't have? it's working isn't it still you're well
1: what we're usually working or doing yeah. something I, I mean i work for the county every year and then or um there were babysitters we did a lot of that during covid or lesson definitely.
0: planning we're, i've witnessed lesson planning it is an ordeal all the laminating is, and getting stuff
2: prepped. Yes, it is quite the ordeal. Um, and I think just people think our hours are a lot less than they are. So yeah. it is... It When we started tonight, it was 6 o'clock our time here, p.m., and I literally had walked in the door... Fifteen minutes before okay. I got on, and people think that teachers are getting like when the kids leave at you know three fifteen p.m. They think that's it, that's their day, they're done. But there is so much more work, I think, than people have any hours idea. and
1: hours and hours. I mean, I would spend uh, at least twelve hours a day on Saturday and Sunday lesson planning, and then when I went to special ed in high school, I had to learn a whole new content, and I was writing um, individualized education plans, which are legal documents. I had no idea how to write those. They took me six to seven hours, you know, so um, it, it's a lot. And I think, you know, when I see a new teacher, I really have to refrain from saying, what are you thinking? Uh, because a lot of new teachers started during COVID and they don't, you know, I had one teacher come to me. She said, Kim, I I don't know what the protocol is because I started the year that we were in COVID. That's another, you know, shift for some of the kids and, and the teachers. So, Diff- I think, um, what else? There's a couple of things. Um, there, a lot of parents think that, um, we're out to get their kids in the grades and stuff. And so, you know, we always have to, you're
0: marking them down, to- kind of going back to them thinking they're geniuses. They're like, he did not get a C. That's an A all the yeah. way, kind of, is it?
2: Uh-huh. Yeah. We had a parent a couple of years ago who, um, we had a big science fair where they had science fair boards and <laughs> they had to turn in science fair experiments and, The parent contacted the teacher, and it wasn't me, and said, I really think you made a mistake scoring so-and-so's, you know, science fair experiment. And so she had each of the the teachers on the team score it, and then she got the principal to score it as well. And like we all either – we were all within two points of her except the principal was about ten points lower. Okay, um, the parent was just mortified that that was the grade. And honestly, I have since talking, talking, oh my God. talking. Yeah. <laughs> you see, <laughs> I, <laughs> uh,
0: as I, I said earlier, talked. my best subject was English. Clearly it wasn't Jen's.
2: <laughs> <laughs> I have talked to, um, somebody related to that family and they admitted they were so upset and appalled because the parents had done the project. And they couldn't believe it.
0: Oh, I was going to guess that. I was going to say they probably <laughs> did that and they spent so long at it. And they were so yeah. like, you need to crack that again. There's no way that he got that it's score. no <laughs>
2: way I got a C. Yeah,
1: yeah exactly.
0: no way. Imagine they said that. There's no way I got an E. No way. Yeah. <laughs> what do you mean well, you? That's
1: why I never did. I never sent projects home. And the parents didn't, uh, didn't like it. I said, you've, you've done a third grade project. I want to see what your kids can do. So, so you just yeah. did them at school and yes yeah, yeah yeah the 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 village all the things i did but um i i think the myth right now is basically that well the, there's so many different issues going on in the schools right now and it's all over the news but um i just think the teacher shortage and the sub shortage and the bus driver shortage should really say something to to speak to what's happening you know teachers are exhausted and you know, I'm a support person, but I go into classrooms and I'm just trying to say, hey, this is actually best practice. Let me see what I can do to help you. And they're trying. I mean, they're they're good people. They're trying, but they're just so tired and yeah. grading papers and essays and trying to get it in on time. And, you know, it's just, there's a lot to it. And that's why Jen and I, I think start, you know, our idea was we wanted to say the things honestly that we don't learn in school.
0: Yeah. Because yeah. Nobody
1: told us about you know field day, field day. or, <laughs> or father daughter dance or field trips or you know father
0: daughter dance what's that that's definitely not here in Ireland father we need to bring it this here to Ireland father daughter dance tell me about that what is or that
2: on Valentine's Day usually okay right? it's yeah a dance that the school hosts in the evening and all the little girls get dressed up and go with their dads for the dance but it's kind of sad for those little girls that don't have don't father
0: have figures. Yeah, actually. Yeah, that would be kind of, maybe that's why they don't do it over here. <laughs> There's like, no, we can't be doing that to be war. Um, another question for you, right? It's I know like kids, right? I, I, I have nieces, I have nephews. Um, so I can kind of, I can get around them at times. You know kind of way to get them to be good when they're being bold? But not to be bold, but they're being a bit wild. What would you, what's your reward system in school, right? To kind of get a kid on side. Is there kind of a way you'll do it to kind is there a little trick you have?
2: Um, I find that lots of praise works the best. Um, if you're desperate, you can always offer candy. (laughs) Yeah.
0: yeah. Do you have a secret stash of candy in the drawer just in case? Mm -hmm.
2: Just in case you can just compliment one kid and hand them a starburst then everybody else is going to fall into line. Uh, I've even done stickers and stamps in high school and I love that. Yeah. So you want to hear the most asinine idea? Yes. Um, you know, those like lip, gloss it not glosses, like they t- they smell like coke or taste like coke or yeah they're or Libello or something the is the make yeah chapstick yeah. that's it so i call those um i call them invisible smelly stickers and i will come by and give them a dab on their, hand <laughs> and brilliant. And smell their
0: hands brilliant
2: their that yeah. is amazing that
0: is amazing I mean, invisible you know? smelly stickers
1: that I've never that's awesome that's brilliant you have to call
0: one of your episodes in the future invisible smelly I, stickers I'm telling you <laughs> you know
2: yeah I should and I should market it myself like instead of buying another brand I should make Twisted Teacher I can't I, Twisted Teacher Invisible Smelly I love stickers. it
0: I, I'd buy it I'll tell you what Jen and Kim right tomorrow say so if I said to you right you're not going to work for a week okay you're going to take on another occupation for the week what are you doing for the week any well, job okay, first anything i i
2: would cry because i'd have to write sub plans for my job. <laughs> and I'd be like, i like the way
0: you I, I like the way i came up with a random question of something that could never happen and still you thought no, i'd have to get plans organized that's a real teacher i'll tell you there,
1: there <laughs> was a meme i saw and it was a, a person in a coffin and he was and he said um, I, I guess the script was like i have i can't die yet i have to finish my my
2: I love okay, it. Okay, so the question is, what would I do if I could do anything yeah. I wanted? You're not going to
0: work me. tomorrow. You're going off to, to do something else. Where are you off then? What are you doing?
2: You know, I think I would want to probably dedicate that time to our podcast. I'd love to be able to, like, I don't know. Do you, you know who Mr. D times three is? He's an American no. teacher here. He's hilarious. Mr. D but times three. Goes, that's his, like, Instagram name. Mr. Nice. 3. He is, um, he goes around, he tours and does, like, comedy shows for mm-hmm. teachers. I would love to do that. That would be exactly what I would want it. And so, I think you'd be brilliant we, yeah. at
0: it. You'd be brilliant at it. What about you, Kim?
1: I'd be with Jen doing that. And I also love writing. So i want to write a twisted thriller. I'm all into that stuff. But a twisted kind of, thriller? You know, I like psych- psychological thrillers and um, ah, writing. And,
0: yeah, nice. So so Would you be able to to bang one of them out in a week, would you? Would you get one of them written in a week? Fair play to you. Because you only have a week, because next week you're back to pick up where the other teacher didn't piss the slave off, right? (laughs)
1: The the podcast, yeah. Um, You know, we talk about that sometimes, and and we also talk about more than ever what what we can do now with our lives that's not teaching. But um, a lot of podcasters, teacher podcasters, have left the profession and so I think that it says a lot that we're still in it. There's a few of them out there, um, and about two or three of them they've they're out of the the business of education. So I think that doesn't speak to teachers as much. But I think Jen and I are real honest. Um, I think we're really open about the reality of it, not to give up. But you know, there's just some crap you don't need to put up with. And uh, and if you don't laugh, and there's, if there's no humor, like I don't know, we were talking about that at work about nobody laughs anymore so maybe you know we just need to lighten it up a little
0: without a doubt i agree with you that's why i always try to have as much crack as i can that's why when i'm doing the lighter side of business i could easily bore you to tears about sales funnels and that but no way i'm getting twisted teacher on instead much more entertaining <laughs> and a question for you right um, if you could be remembered for one thing what would it be by your class you're sending a class off on their way to a new teacher. What would you say you'd love them to say about you? What would you like them to remember you as? Kim and Jen.
1: She understood me.
0: That they she understood you? The
1: way I need to be taught. Nice. Yeah, I like that. Um, don't
0: steal I it though. No, like you, that, you can't repeat it. That, no, that's that's not good radio. <laughs> say,
2: <laughs> <laughs> I would say I would want them to. I want to leave them with words. Like the written word to be able to write their own words um to know that they can create things and that they can go out and make a mark on the world and that i taught them that
0: i love that because there's not enough creativity i think in in the world these days i think people are just kind of like too kind of buy the book and in creativity is something that's lacking so i love that and what do you think like obviously we see what the school is like now what do you see school being like in 50 years time if you oh, if you look down the line and say what's a school going to look like is it going to look anything like it does now
2: no uh, i I think it need I think a change is coming and that we need a change so I would say I would agree with cam that no it's not going to look the way it it looks now will it be
0: in a building even will it even be in a building
2: i don't I don't know it may be in a building to provide a place for parents Parents to send their children but the people in the school working may not be the educators
0: they could be gen bots know. and kin bots would you say, would <laughs> <Yeah>. you say?
2: <laughs> but like i honestly yeah. think i know that there are a lot of companies out there that are creating specialized programs and yeah you basically would be taught over your monitor and then there's just an adult like kind of monitoring to keep for safety reasons, yeah, yeah, kids are learning at their own pace. I don't know. That's a great question, though. It is a good question. I hope it. I hope that
1: for me that the education classes and the, the degrees and the curriculum for teachers changes. Um, you know, there's there's little to no instruction on how to teach writing. There's no reality of it. There's there's just a lot of different things that they could add to the the curriculum, so teachers are a little more prepared with with the minutiae of the things and that's the thing that takes us down it's not the teaching it's not the lessons it's not knowing the content it's all the other crap that we have to get done by four or turned in by four or you know
0: i love the word uh, reality you said the word reality there i always say that about school it's just sometimes you're learning things you don't know why you're learning them but if you know the reality of it like if someone had to said to me dave if you learn your maths, you're going to make a fortune when you're older gambling. I'd have been, I'd have been glued to it. I'd have been like, okay. Like probability was the only maths I ever got because I thought, oh yeah, if I put that much on, I win this much. So it goes to show you, if you put it into reality, I think you can, you learn it more. Now, I'll tell you another one, right? Another one here for you that you might uh, have to throw your brain. I'm going to throw, it's going to be a curveball of a question again. Do you That's think it. it was easier or is it easier to teach now or 50 years ago? If you were teaching now or fifty years ago, what would you reckon to be? Is it what's what? What would be an easier time to have it at? I know it's a horrible question. It's absolutely horrible.
2: I think it would be easier to teach fifty years ago. I agree. I think there were a lot less distractions in the world. There weren't kids weren't thinking about like, "Ooh, I can't wait to get home and play." You know, this video TikTok. game. Get on TikTok. Yeah. I can't wait to do all of these different things they weren't an option like their option was like, i can't wait to get home and do my chores or yeah you know i, I mean so i don't know I thi- if
1: it'd be as engaging for us you know but easier i i do believe it would be a, a while ago because you know even what 20 years ago mm-hmm. we it was easier then Well, wow.
0: it's know, getting more yeah. difficult as it goes along is it
1: mm-hmm, mm-hmm. yep
0: because I, I, I did watch an episode, of, the reason why I thought of that question, I'll honest with you, is I did watch a little, a little house on the prairie, right? It was on the telly oh, today. That show. It was on today, and I seen it, and I thought, Jesus, that looked very easy. They just seemed to go in, do a few letters, a few words, and they're off home. I didn't see a laminator in sight. I had a teacher. No, there was no. no politics. There was one teacher in the school, and that was it. And I thought, I wonder what would have been easier to teach back then. Um, but it, would you say, What's easier? Because you do both. You teach really well, I imagine, because you just come across people who really understand teaching, right? And you also podcast really well. I'm not even a teacher and I can't wait for your next episode. What do you think (laughs) you do better? Do you teach better or do you podcast better?
1: We're still learning the podcast, you know, situation. I think because we are good teachers, we have enough content and we do have humour and we are dear friends and I, I think... I think we're getting better. You know, at the, I think it's just a growth and to have the relationship. And so I think if we were crappy teachers, we'd be, you know, we were, we'd be bitching a lot. I'm sorry. We'd be complaining all the time about things in a bad way. And, um, instead of being re- real about it, and we tell her good experiences and bad. What do you think, Jen? Are we,
2: are we better podcasters or better teachers? I don't know. Wait, you didn't say better. You said, is it easier?
0: True, yeah, or totally better, tried. which one are you better at? Which would you say, if you just say, when you meet people, do you say, I'm a teacher who has a podcast, or do you say, I'm a podcaster that teaches?
2: Right oh, now, a I'm a teacher who podcasts, but I would love to be a podcaster who teaches.
0: Nice, right. well, yeah, I'm going to, I'm just going to call you podcasters who teach now, so there you go, you have it, You are now podcasters <laughs> that teach, a live exclusive Perfect. here on Money to Burn. Uh,
1: yeah, we, we've enjoyed it a lot, and I've just called Jen out of nowhere, and
2: what is it, April yeah and di- I don't even remember because you started with something else, and then you asked me about if I wanted to do the podcast with you, but you were we were talking about something completely different.
1: Well, I wanted to start a podcast where I work now, and it i I got censored quite a bit um but the only person I would want to do this with is Jen, so I have a lot of dear friends, but I just don't think we could you know play off each other like we do and have the same humor. Yeah, you
0: do. You do. You actually compliment each other really, really well. It's it's the first thing I did think of when I I heard it. I thought like sometimes you hear, you hear sometimes people, you hear, oh, that's the host and that's the co-host. You guys are both the host. I mean, that's a a rare thing. I know so many podcasts. I listen to podcasts all day and I've never heard of such a good balance. These are both the oh, host. The is, who we hosts it, it? That's why, if you notice, you if you listen back to this episode, I've said Kim and Jen and Jen and Kim in various different orders. Yeah. And that's because <laughs> you both are the hosts. They both names go together. Well, I'm getting a little beep on my ear here to tell me that Zoom's about to kick me off. So I'm okay. going to say, well, yeah. Kim and Jen, right, it's been an absolute pleasure having you on the show. Um, and I'm a long time listener of your podcast since it ever since it first came out and it's been a pleasure to get to know you guys even better and if this episode ends up getting an A plus in the podcast charts we'll have to have you on for another natter soon ladies and gentlemen that was coffee with Twisted Teachers Jen and Kim or Kim and Jen And that, my friend, is all we have time for on this edition of Money To Burn Coffee With. Thank you all for tuning in, and before you go, remember to subscribe so you don't miss out on any of our shows. We have our regular Money To Burn episodes with all your favourites. What? You never knew? No more funny business, and tons more fun segments for you to enjoy. As well as our 5 minute mini-episodes of Money To Burn, in Money To Burn Pocket Change, for when you're on the go, but want a quick show perfect for keeping you company while you're making a cup of tea. Until next time, stay safe, stay happy, but most of all, stay lucky.